Thank you so much for tuning in to She's All Over the Place with Kiriaki. That's me. Welcome, welcome to She's All Over the Place. Uh, really delighted to have you here. I have a special guest on today. Uh, it's so wild about manifestation and um, full circle. But the guest I have on today, Fariha, she is queer, Pakistani-American, NFT artist, and she is very spiritual and she's an enthusiast for wellness. And she's entered the Web3 space for NFTs, but stay for the community. And she left her nine to five to fully immerse herself in Web3 space in December 2021. And she joined San Diego NFT convention team as head of public relations in January 2022. How cool is that? You know, she makes important life decisions based on astrology and encourages her community to live intuitively, remain in a state of gratitude and always pursue the path of least resistance. So I'm really, really excited to have Fariha on the show today and uh, have a beautiful, beautiful conversation. We were introduced from the CEO, Brad, of San Diego NFT because it's coming up April 9th and 10th. So yes, this weekend. And I'm a speaker on Saturday on the, the entertainment panel. And I'm so excited and we'll talk more about that. And then on Sunday, I'm leading uh, a workshop as a speaker on mental health and the psychology of NFTs. And I'm really, really excited. And just as of yesterday, it looks like I might have a co-host, but let's see if that's going to happen. But um, I'll talk about it next week if so. But it looks like um, it's going to be a win-win and it's going to be really really an impactful time at San Diego NFT. So I also want to share with you, we have some giveaways today. And so we'll share that soon. We have a giveaway that's going to be announced today. And then we have another opportunity for a giveaway for NFT San Diego. So with no further ado, I would love to welcome Fariha onto the show. Thank you so much for being here. Fariha, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. It's been such a pleasure getting to know you. You're very sweet. Thank you. And did I say your name right every single time? Yes, you did. I'm so proud of you. I really appreciate you saying it correctly because my name is an affirmation in itself. It means bringer of joy in Arabic. So, wow, bringer of joy. And I am starting to feel more joyful. Um, you know, we just had some in depth chats going on, and I'm so excited to meet you IRL and just give some big hugs, hopefully like with our toes in the sand, walking along the beach this coming week. Hell yeah. I need a beach day <laughs> with this convention. It's been a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we get into um, San Diego NFT, you just um, are fresh off the press from NFT LA. Like tell us some highlights from NFT LA. Oh my God. Uh, NFTLA was awesome. It, it was really busy. There was a lot going on at once, but you know, I got to meet some really amazing people. I was, you know, morning to night just networking and like doing it all over again for like five days straight. It was insane, but also incredible because I've made some connections of a lifetime. But I have to say that, um, oh my God, my the best part for me was uh, the of the night party. Uh, there was an after party there. And um, since I've entered this uh, Twitter community, this Twitter NFT community, uh, I've made so many incredible friends over the past maybe three, four months, right? And uh, there are people I talk to every day, 
in, in group chats and Twitter spaces, you know, and like, we know each other pretty well, but I always kind of classify them as like, oh, they're my Twitter friends. Those are my online friends. But I show up to support my friends uh, of the night. They're an NFT project based here in LA. And, and I, I show up to one of their after parties to support and I'm excited and I'm walking around until I entered this room and recognized all of my Twitter friends. We all met for the first time in that moment. We were screaming. It was so exciting. It was so unexpected, like such a pleasant surprise. And like, it almost, we almost kind of got emotional because we're like, oh my God, you're real? You're real? And it was all just, they were all my queer friends. It was just amazing. It was just so amazing connecting with everybody. And like, everybody's so beautiful on the inside and on the outside now that I know. Yeah. (laughs) But it was just incredible because some of my friends aren't docs. But I kind of knew because all of my friends are involved in San Diego NFT Con in some way or another. So with, while working with them, they all became docs to me because I was like scheduling them. What's docs mean? Like documented, like their actual name, like putting a face to their name. Okay. So like a lot of people just go based, go based off their alias or their PFP. Yeah. So like I have one friend, her name, like her name on Twitter is a lesbian, right? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. So it's this huge running joke, right? Because we go, oh, a lesbian has entered the chat, right? And then it just like activates a bunch of innuendos, a bunch of lesbian innuendos, right? So it's like anytime she enters a Twitter space, everyone just goes off on the jokes. It's, it's insane. Like, you know, yeah. wow, um, that's so cool. And then you have like a healthy communication, a back and forth of, you know, of, of what's happening. Um, I haven't really hung out in too many of those settings before, honestly. Um, I've been around a lot of, uh, gay quote unquote, I guess, males, a lot of gay guys, you know, especially in LA, New York, Um, You know, I love they're just like queen, fabulous. And it's always about glam and like, you know, all that stuff. But I haven't really hung out with too many, um, you know, queer females. Uh, Would that be the correct term of of it or no? Uh, Yeah, I mean, for the people that identify as female, sure. But sure. Yeah, no, I just haven't really spent like um, much time. But I I think I would want to just to kind of like feel the vibes in in the community and stuff like that. So I look forward to meeting them in the near future. Say less, they're all going to be at NFT con and we're all going to be hanging out. So yeah, you know, so you are more than welcome. Yeah, see if those are my people or what? Hell yeah. I think you'll fit right in. I think you're going to do great. A lesbian is also a Scorpio, so you're going to love her. But it's amazing because um, nobody uh, nobody knew her name. Nobody knew her mm. full name except for me. And when I found out, I was a little disappointed. I was just communicating through the email. And she said something, you know, she was talking about her project, what she's going to do at her booth at NFTCon. And I was like, oh my God, you have a name? Like, I just wanted to call you a lesbian. So it was just funny because like, oh wow, I knew her name and then like nobody knows how like you know some of my friends look but since I work closely with them for NFT con and I'm organizing everything and planning it all I know everybody so it was funny because I walked in the room and I was able to put a face to everybody's name my friends didn't know that they were sitting right next to each other oh wow yeah wow mm-hmm. okay wait so like since you just brought up booths wait a minute uh, uh this is this conversation is going to be all over the place because I I, I want to talk about NFTLA more but I need to pivot to Booths? What do you mean? What what kind of booths are going to be at San Diego NFT? 
So we have uh, several tiered options for vendor boots mm-hmm. at our convention. So um, yeah, we just want to give NFT projects and people who have a voice in Web3 a place to display their merchandise and their products and their NFTs um, and kind of just like get the word out about their own brand. Beautiful. I'm so excited. Oh my God. I wish my business cards were ready or my stickers. I had them designed a few weeks ago. I wish I would have printed them. Do you, if you know a printing place, I should get like, you should, if you know a local printing place or I need to get something printed and sent to the house, I need to write that down. Yeah. Well, we're working with an awesome publishing company uh, called Inscriptu. They're local. They're just incredible. I can definitely connect you with them. They're amazing to work with. Yeah. Let's talk to them. Maybe they'll give me a discount code since we're mentioning them on the podcast, giving them a shout out. And maybe you got a discount for um, NFT San Diego. Um, This is so exciting. I can't wait to meet everyone IRL. Ah, it's going to be so much fun. Seriously. Um, Okay, so circling back around. Yeah, like shout out, um, you know, Party Animals, Nomad, Witchy GF, Thawbot. He did uh, signings. Like he met LL Cool J. Um, he has it on his social media of like drawing something for him, IRL and it dope. Like shout out, not LL Cool J. I'm sorry. Um, Ice T, Ice T. Um, uh, you know, and I worked with um him on no Ice Cube, Ice Cube. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> There's so many ices <laughs> going on. Ice Cube, Ice Cube. No, no, no Ice T. Sorry, Ice T. And uh, and I worked with them on Law and Order SVU, so I was able to work with him one on one. That was just dope, and just seeing that was awesome. And I really, really um, wanted to be there IRL. And after After Party in Vegas, IRL, the first um, arts and music festival, uh, I came to New York uh, for some work and stuff. And um, I was going to come to NFT LA. And then uh, I caught a cold. So I had to cancel. I was like, so prepped and ready. Yo, so when NFT NYC happened, I was so going and and I was in LA for work. And then NFT LA um, was happening and I was so going and now I'm in New York. It's so wild how that happens. However, I wanted to be fully rested and prepared. You know, when you show up and you meet people IRL, like I did at Art Basel, you want to be like, you know, your best. You haven't like seen some of these people um, like ever. And for the first time, you just really want to like be in it, you know, energetically spiritually clean and healthy and like respect your temple, your body, and then other people too. You know, if your immune system's low, obviously stay home. So uh, I did not have, you know, the C word. It was just a cold because I got (laughs) tested and stuff. Thank goodness. But I needed to be really prepared because I feel so honored and so grateful that I'm speaking at San Diego NFT, NFT San Diego. So I needed to be well rested and prepared for you know, Saturday and Sunday on the 9th and 10th coming up. So I sat this one out, but it's all good because there's NFT San Diego. Yeah. So you mentioned being queer. So you're Pakistani American and you are comfortable with speaking on being queer and, you know, raising a voice for your other fellow community people. So I think, I think that's really cool. Before the show, I asked like, you know, if you would feel comfortable talking about that. So I would love to hear from you because I know it's a thing not everyone is so open and comfortable talking about, but you know, what is queer and what does that mean for you? For me, queer means somebody who isn't straight, who doesn't identify as straight. So to me, a queer person is somebody who doesn't identify as straight. Mm -hmm. 
the spectrum is so broad and, you know, sexuality and gender are both so fluid and, you know, it's just, there's all these like boxes that comes with identifying who we are, but like, who is that really serving? Right. So I feel like, so to me, queer is just an umbrella term for anybody who isn't, doesn't identify as heterosexual, but it's empowering. It's very empowering to me. The word queer is is so empowering to me because that is what I am. That is what I feel like. I'm definitely not heterosexual uh, and I am fluid in in how I represent myself. And I'm just all about like, you know, expressing myself through fashion and how I feel. And, and that goes hand in hand with living intuitively, right? Like some days I might be more masculine presenting, you know, and put on like sweats, sneakers, and a beanie. And that's, I'm just feeling very confident in my masculine energy. And other days I'm in a long white dress with a face full of makeup and I feel empowered in my divine femininity, you know? So it's fluid and and we're never always feeling the same way. And it's just, you know, queer for me is, is a term that just leans into all of that, our versatility. Can some queer people be bi too? Yeah, I, I feel like queer is just for all LGBTQ people, um, all G- LGBTQ plus, I should say, the <laughs> alphabet army. LGBTQA plus, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Right. There's so many. There's just there's uh-huh. so many. But you know, yeah. but that's the thing. That term in itself is is still trying to box you in because like, you yeah. know, there's I also, which which stands for intersex. Cool. Um, awesome. So um, you know, that's a journey. So um being queer for you and um having it in your bio and speaking on it, what is something you would say to your younger self or to uh maybe someone tuning in listening to this that you want them to know that maybe you wish you knew sooner or some kind of confidence and some kind of like allowance or some kind of education or resources of a community online where they can go to um any support for someone who um is still on a journey being curious and uh, feeling isolated and scared about their identity. If you don't accept yourself, then nobody else will know to. Yeah. Because I struggled a lot as a child, uh, you know, just being raised by, you know, Pakistani immigrants. My parents were like freshly, you know, had just entered the States, moved to New York uh, from Pakistan, (laughs) which is pretty wild, but they moved from New York to Pakistan and, and had me and my siblings and they never really had a conversation around sexuality and how people identify and stuff, because that's like, that just wasn't really a thing for Pakistani people in the 90s and the early 2000s when I was growing up. And so I knew in kindergarten, I knew something, I always felt different, Katie. I've always felt different. I didn't really know quite what it was, but then, you know. Me too. I've always felt different. And I'm being vulnerable. I've always felt different because, you know, we're generational, you know, not only generational trauma, just generational traditions. Like we're taught certain things. We're taught certain things. So then you have to unlearn certain things and then not feel guilty, shamed and blamed for being unique. And we're all unique, no matter what our gender identity is or um, none of that. Like, it's just we're all very unique. So, you know, being able to navigate, you know, without 
you know, the limitations and the isolation, like we want to feel free and fully expressed and liberated, you know, that's why a lot of people, you know, move to a different state or they get away from their family so they can, you know, discover themselves as an independent sovereign being, right? So it's, you know, an identification of parenting who understand and have the compassion and grace for this. Um, so they can allow their spirited being that they birthed to come into the world a certain way, but also with society, you know, there's certain statuses and illusions that, you know, people want to live up to. Like I'm, I just got done bridge, um, marathoning the second season of Bridgerton. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I love Shonda Rhimes. She's great. And the book, the, the writers is so good. Um, I'm so in it. But like, I mean, the one of the main characters, she goes, she leaves Mayfair, she goes to the other side of town, and like everyone knows about it. And now their family who has high society, who's like the Bridgertons who can never ever do one thing wrong. And they're just like golden with their wealth and their status and everything is just so glam. And I love it. But it gets out that, you know, the lead actor, she goes to the other side of the the train tracks. Trust me, this person is fine looking. Mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> and she has some really good taste. But listen, then everyone knows about it. And and they're gossiping and talking and they're like, she's like, ruined, she's ruined the whole family's reputation based off of like her interest for a friendship or her interest, something that she's curious in, you know, and it ultimately, you know, I think becomes it's it's a love, but it's like a forbidden love. So there's all those things that happen energetically in society. And it makes it so hard for one to identify and be curious of who they are, you know, so knowing that, I don't know if it makes it any easier or better. But I just just knowing that like, the person listening isn't alone. There's a lot of stuff happening. And it's going very fast, especially with social media. But I mean, that's why I'm so excited, not only with social media, but with podcasts, and um, conventions like NFT San Diego, because there's a diversity and there is an LGBTQA plus panel. So there's an entertainment panel, you know, there's different panels. So I'm excited to be able to tune in and listen to the other speakers um, of what they have to say. But then we can share this energetic information and knowledge with one another and demystify the stigmas and what was supposed to be, you know, and still honor what was like they came over in the 70s, right? Your parents? Yeah, they did. So they came to America for better opportunity for you. My yaya, you know, my papu, they're Greek. They came over. My yaya came over independently. She came over here independently on a ship, right? It took weeks to get to Ellis Island. She didn't come on a plane. She came on a ship. She spoke no English. She came over because she had an aunt here that she stayed with in Michigan. That's why she went to Michigan, right? It's like the Greeks went to New York, Chicago, uh, Australia to Melbourne or Detroit, right? And because they had, they knew someone, she had an aunt that was in Michigan. So she came for a better opportunity. So I honor and respect, and it's a duty I feel to pay it forward, to tell the stories. You know, it's one of the reasons I was really excited when I saw I was having you on because like from where you're from, your family came over and they did their best. So it's to honor them. But now it's like, okay, grandparents, mom and dad, you pass the baton. I'm going to clean it off. I'm going to take some stuff off this baton that was taught to you. You relax. 
I got this. Here's my spirit. Here's my vigor. You know, with the Olympics, they go around, they take the torch around the world. And I touched the torch one year. And um, it was awesome in Los Angeles. I think it was in 2006, maybe, um, 2004. Um, and I was able to touch the torch and it passed by St. Sophia's. But it's like, I'm going to clean off this torch and I'm going to also take the torch by the hand and I'm going to get some muck on myself, right? That's going to be passed down. But I'm going to clean this up and I'm intelligent and I'm evolved with the times and the energy and the people to, you know, revitalize this in a new way, but not shame and blame where we come from, you know, because a lot of times in the news, a lot of times grandparents and elderly people, they're like, oh, the kids of today, blah, blah, blah. And they're all like bitter and stuff. No, 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 no. Okay. And they just don't understand, you know, because their computer systems aren't upgraded and they come from different times, literally. So we have a duty here to pay it forward with our stories, right? And then hopefully with the good intention, have good, you know, more stories to tell and we can, you know, pass that baton, however it's however it's going to look. Any thoughts on that? Definitely so many thoughts. Um, yeah, I, that resonates with me so deeply because I spent so much of my life like wishing I was straight or like wishing that I was born into a different culture with a different religion because I saw some of my white friends being accepted by their family for their queerness. You know, like there, it, it was just so, it was just a lot to be going through as a young kid. And I know so many other queer people deal with it on a regular basis, uh, too many, you know? So it's really been a journey of like learning to love myself for who I am and accepting myself no matter if I like, you know, women or men or both or none, you know, I just, uh, or any, everybody in between, you know, and it just was a, you know, it, I really just had to teach myself that if I wasn't meant to be this way, then I wouldn't. Right. So it's like, we're, we're, we are created this way for a reason, right? I was born Muslim, Pakistani, queer, of color, a, a woman, you know, a divine feminine, because I'm supposed to be presenting this way. And I'm supposed to be, you know, experiencing everything that I experienced through my own unique lens. And like, I know that it's a very like, you know, I, I come from so many different intersections. So I have a very unique experience. I'm grateful for it. I'm very grateful for it. Yeah, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for sharing. In pre-life, we were chatting. And so I definitely want to ask, like, what's something that people don't know about Pakistani people and maybe the language and anything you want to share to like teach and educate us on something that maybe we don't know? Yes. So my first language is Urdu. And in our language, there are no swear words. <laughs> I love that. I think that's so smart. Whoever created the language, that's so smart. No swear words. I love that. Right? It's so pure. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, oh, so one time I was uh, in India and they have the famous, I hope I say the name right, uh, Wage Border. Uh, Wag, Wag, now I call it Wagi, but it's Wage, Wage Border. Yeah. They do a changing of the guards at sundown every single day. I went to the point where Pakistan and India meet. It's a concrete uh, pillar and there's a red circular point. And I put my hand on it and I have an awesome photo that I have to show you. And I have all 
the Pakistani soldiers and guards smiling and posing in the photos on their black horses and their black um, attire with the red and, you know, everything. It's just, it's amazing. And I sat there, I stood there, actually. I stood there and we talked for about an hour. We had such great laughs. It was so awesome. And I couldn't go over the barbed wire. What was con- um, what was disconnecting India and Pakistan was this barbed wire. And I couldn't go over it or else I would um, be in trouble. But, um, but we had such a great time and it was a really prolific moment for me. And it was, you know, beautiful that I had that uh, experience. It was, it was really, really cool. Now, what about the food and the culture? Um, I'm sure in New York, it's more relatable, but how is it being in San Diego? Oh my God. Or do you make your own food or where do you go? My mom makes the best Pakistani food ever. I know everybody probably says that, but um, my I have a huge family and everyone has officially designated my mom as the best cook. So that's really, it was really hard to like be away from her. Um, but you know, luckily enough, you know, we were just talking earlier about how, you know, the universe is just gives us all of these opportunities that we didn't know that we needed. So my parents were actually in town in LA visiting this week. They were visiting this week. They were visiting some family that was staying like an hour away from LA. The one week that I was in NFTLA and like was super busy, but I still made time. Wait a minute, that happens to you too? I'm not the only one? Okay, yeah. okay. Five things at one time? Oh, I get it. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm clear three weeks, but that one week, that's when everything happens? Oh, okay. Oh, you're going to book three jobs? Three jobs in one day? Oh, okay. No job for three months, but then you get one in one day. Okay. So just kidding. I'm just, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly how it felt. And I was just feeling really torn because I mean, I'm a Capricorn. So when I have, when I'm in work mode and I love what I do, which is this NFT space and these conventions and, you know, working for San Diego NFT con, it's really hard to turn it off. So, you know, I had to kind of like step away from it while I was still in work mode to go visit my parents. I was kind of sad because it wasn't for long enough. Like I I drove an hour to see them. And then it was such a short time because I had to get back to the convention. And and I was like feeling kind of sad because they haven't been to California in probably like what since 2015, I think. But they were here. I'm like, I should I should see them. So my folks were flying out Thursday morning, which is why I went to see them on Wednesday. But their flight got canceled and they weren't able to get one until like Saturday morning. And I'm like, no way. That means you guys are in LA longer. So I was able to spend yesterday with my family. And it worked great. out so great because like the team and I all drove here together. But um, for, for, for a pretty funny reason, um, they all traveled back together in a separate car like they ubered back we we came here in my car but they all ubered back on thursday night and i was gonna drive home too because i was exhausted and i wanted to be home but i was like wait my parents are staying at a hotel near lax which is like 20 minutes away from me i should go see my parents before i head home duh yeah so (laughs) so Uh, duh yeah so (laughs) i ended up just telling them oh i'll meet you for breakfast whatever i'll drive you where you need to go and then I'm going to go home. But I ended up spending the entire day with them. And I, 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 you know, like it was just so pure and beautiful. And I got to eat some of my mom's food and some of my auntie's food. And it was just like, ah, it just felt like such a nice warm hug because I honestly was not eating much this past week in NFCLA. I was just, right. just full hustle mode. And like, you know, I usually take really good care of myself. Like 
you know, my, that's why my, my morning routine is so important to me too, you know. Oh, so 1000. Yeah. Yeah. That morning routine, setting intention and definitely the, in the, when you go to bed, setting that intention too. your evening routine, it's definitely sacred and important. Uh, with that being said, I just want to. Yes. The flower of life. 20, 40, 80 hertz. Word. Love that. Just felt that in the moment. Um, I definitely want to share some. Wait, I mentioned the giveaway. So let's do a giveaway. We have two giveaways here. I on my Twitter, I had some people. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh my gosh. Okay. So on my Twitter. I posted a giveaway that someone could, um, I don't remember exactly what the giveaway was. It was um, make a comment on uh, one of your favorite NFT artists in the space. And <laughs> and um, this one person was so, so sweet. She's like, uh, I can't just write one because there's so many. And I'm just like, oh, like, yeah, I mean, put as many as you want. And she wrote like eight. Like there were so many. Sawbet, uh, Wes Henry, uh, Gabe Weiss, Keith Brother 2, uh, a bunch of people, a bunch of people. So anyway, she is winning the giveaway. NFT Cheers, DM me for your two-day pass to NFT San Diego. You have won a two-day pass to NFT San Diego. And this goes out to NFT Cheers. We're so excited to have you. Congratulations on your win. NFT Cheers is a social media agency owner. She's managing some of the biggest NFT artists in the space. Cheers to that. Definitely. I'm so excited to meet you IRL. Let's go. Congratulations. Yay. Yay, congratulations, NFT Cheers. I'm so happy to be meeting you soon. I know, I know. And literally, like, you are head of public relations. You do PR and she does social media. So there could be some business there too, you know, first let's meet IRL, but there could be opportunities there, which is really cool, I'm thinking. But she's a social media agency owner. That's so cool. I definitely saw a photo a few days ago of, a couple of people on her team. So uh, I'm excited to learn more as well. Yeah, I love Saba. Oh my God, so sweet. And Gabe and, and Wes Henry. I met Wes, he lives in Colorado, I believe. We met um, at Art Basel, NFT Basel. So, okay, with that being said, um, let's, okay, so, okay, so that's, the, that's, that's um, one of the giveaways. Here's the next giveaway. If you are hearing this podcast, and it's before the 9th and 10th of April, and you want to come to NFT San Diego, we have one more giveaway. If you want to come to NFT San Diego, I'm going to give you a couple options. If you're on Twitter, follow me, Katie Chinakis, K-A-T-I-E-C-H-O-N-A-C-A-S. It'll be in the show notes. Maybe a lot of people here aren't on Twitter. You can go to my website, chinakas.com, C-H-O-N-A-C-A-S chinakas.com, C-H-O-N-A-C-A-S. And there's a merch link and you can purchase something from the merch store, maybe something from my podcast. If you want to support the podcast, she's all over the place. You send me a receipt, a photo that you purchased something from the merch store. And then I'm going to select a winner to come to NFT San Diego. 
And I guess it has to be someone who's local. So I guess it's going to release on Tuesday. So people are only going to have till Friday. It's only going to be three days. It's going to be a very short window. So you're going to have three days and I'll announce the winner, well, directly through your email, but I'll uh, announce the winner. I'll announce uh, the winner Friday morning on my Twitter. And uh, if you don't have a Twitter, don't worry, you'll, um, you know, get a response from me. So uh, yeah, that's the other way you can get a a complimentary ticket to um, NFT San Diego. So tell us more about um, NFT San Diego. So San Diego NFT convention is the most inclusive NFT event in the world. And we're doing this by really putting women of color and people of color and the LGBTQ plus community at the forefront of the stage. We're giving everybody an opportunity to speak. You know, it's not like you have to have a ton of experience um, and a ton of, you know, just a ton of credentials to be able to qualify. We are doing this for people who are just starting out in this space as well. You know, I mean, we ra- we're ranging. Like we have some people that are like super experienced speakers, but we have a ton of people that are also doing it for the first time. And so, you know, just giving everybody that opportunity is part of how we're making it more accessible. And let's talk about Brad, the CEO. Let's uh, hear, he, he told me a bit about his backstory. So, but um, for the person tuning in, who's like, oh, who's like in charge of uh, uh, NFT San Diego? Let's talk about, let's honor Brad and what, what his intentions and what he's done for the community. Yeah, Brad is awesome. Brad is the founder of San Diego NFT Convention. I had the pleasure of meeting him in January uh, when I was just seeking some friends in the NFT space. And I met him for the first time. And turns out we had spoken on a Twitter space the night before. It was so funny how that happened. But yeah, he just wanted to, you know, he, he gained inspiration from all the other cool NFT events that were occurring all, all over you know the world and uh, really wanted to do something local and say like hey we should we have a huge nft community here in san diego we have so much art we have so much technology let's do something great for all of us to connect and you know to just see how we can all work together you know from all different crevices of web3 so yeah brad bethel brad bethel is his full name Yeah. Brad Bethel is awesome. He's been such a delight to work with also. He's really, you know, anyone that has worked with him just knows how personable he is and how receptive to feedback he is. And this really is an event that's been entirely decided by the community. Pretty much all of the feedback that he's received, he's applied. Um, And that's just so powerful, you know, and, and the the team is very diverse too, which is so important for me as a woman of color. And, uh, you know, it's just coming from the corporate world. It's just really powerful for me to see, you know, he is a, a cis white man running the show, but he is so receptive and open to feedback from all of the women of color, the queer women on the team and like, doesn't even question it. It's just like, yeah, you're right. You're, you're so smart. Like, let's, let's do it this way, you know? And like, you're part of the community and we want, you know, that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to help people from the community. So yeah, thank you for telling us what you think it would be a better way to do this. That's what we're going to do instead. So love that team player. I love that. Not micromanaging. And for the people tuning in who may have not heard or understood, what does a cis white male mean? Uh, 
cisgender is just somebody who um whose gender matches their um oh man how do I say this I feel like this is so like I have to be politically correct <laughs> no you don't I mean this, this, you don't have to be it's not we're not googling it here that's why I asked I just want to hear it from your perspective of someone who's in your communities of how you know the language and how it shows up for you and what that means okay for, so for me a cis person is you know somebody who um identifies with the the gender that they represent, that they like present as, and uh, and for him that is what he's he's a male. That's him. Yeah, because I said yeah. him. Okay, so yeah, I mean that's what I I haven't met him IRL. So okay, cool. All right, good to know. Interesting, but very cool. All right, any um last words that you want to share? Uh, anything at all before we wrap this up? I'm just really excited to be part of like such a beautiful mission of really pushing inclusivity in this space because, you know, like I'm, I was in charge of all of these panels and, and who's going to be on them. And I made sure that there wasn't one panel that was just filled with a bunch of white crypto bros, you know, expect to see women on the panel, expect to see some melanin on the panels. You know, we even have a children's panel. That's so exciting as well. Um, oh, that's so cute. Oh my yeah. God. Shout out to Nyla. Oh my God. Shout out to Nyla. But yeah, I've never seen a kid. I've never seen a kid's panel. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Nyla. Seriously, the um, long necky ladies and then the long necky fellas. I'm so grateful for Sheila Darcy. She goes by Sketch Poetic. She's, uh, I was on a, um, a few episodes ago. She's amazing. Uh, get her book, Sketch by Sketch. But um, I've been following Nyla since day one for like over a year now. And just for since day one. And I am so grateful because uh, Sketch Poetic, Sheila Darcy and Nyla, um, they just gifted my niece, right? Her and Nyla are like the same age. I've been telling my, my niece Lana about Nyla for like a year now. So she, because she does draws anime, she's an amazing artist. You know, had her join Nyla's Discord and telling her all about Nyla to follow her journey. And Nyla and um, Sheila Darcy gifted my niece, my 13-year-old niece, her first, very first NFT. So she has a long necky fella. And on April 5th at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Nyla collections, they're giving people who um, are a holder of Nyla, uh, one of Nyla's NFTs, uh, a complimentary mint. And it's like, she's doing long necky kids. It's so cute. It's so cute. So it's so nice to hear that there's a, a, a kids panel. I want to be there and listen and, and um, you know, meet them. I'm like, I'm, I'm a kid myself. So I'm like, yeah, let's, let's, get, <laughs> let's connect to the kids. It's so cool. Yeah, it's going to be so cute. I can't wait to see kids on a panel. I don't think I ever have before. But we have like some fun activities planned for them too, where they can, um, they can create art on the spot and we mint it as an NFT right in front of their eyes and also have a, have the opportunity to print it as a coloring book, like a page in a coloring book. That's so adorable and innovative. And we actually have NFT Kids Mag running that with um, our teammate, Marquis. So that's, we have them to thank for arranging all of this amazing stuff for the kids. I'm so excited. Dope. 
Shout out to them. Make sure they hear the podcast so they can see we gave them a shout out and stuff like that. Oh, and then, oh, of course, like you came in as an NFT artist. So you have a link. Um, They'll be in the show notes below your Twitter, your TikTok, your NFT artist link. But I see you have some stuff on Soulsea. Yes, yes, I do. I do have a collection on Soulsea. Let's talk about your collection on Soulsea. So that was a collection that I made um, that was just so healing for me in like a really difficult time in my life. Um, I had just left my nine to five in December because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't serving me. It wasn't making me happy. And since moving to California, I don't know what it is about the energy here, but I just am so pushed to live intuitively. And like, if I don't want to do something like my every fiber of my being is like, don't do it then don't do it. You know, part of that was me just being so Like I was feeling so held back from this nine to five that I felt like I wasn't really like, you know, part of anything bigger and better. And so I left it with no backup plan (laughs) and was like, well, I do really love NFTs and and I want to know more about them. I would love to just be working in Web3 full time. And so, um, you know, I left in December and then uh, I had like this probably like two, three week hiatus before meeting Brad and pretty quickly joining the team. But in that, in those three weeks, I worked on this collection and released it. And it was just so healing because I was just unlearning so much of what I thought was so integral to being successful. Right. Like, And uh, which platform did you uh, make the artwork on? Um, I did it on Procreate on my iPad oh. and then I dropped it on Soulsea. And then how many, um, how many NFTs are in the collection? There's 31 of ones. And uh, I'll, I'll be donating part of the proceeds to uh, One Tree Planted. Love that. Love that. And then um, uh, Solsi, what kind of a wallet do you need for Solsi? I use Phantom. It's really easy. It's really easy plug-in into the Chrome browser. I have a Phantom yeah. Uh, account. Yeah, because uh, do you know NetGala NFT? Yeah, I do. You know NetGala, uh, Scott Fu and... Goshfather and uh, Sammy F. Yeah, they um, gifted me a peacock bracelet. I have one of the very first holder bracelets. So I'm a part of that community. I, I'm, I'm into music. I make music and stuff like that. So that was really cool. And, and I had to have a phantom, you know, account. So, you know, Goshfather was really cool. Um, uh, actually, uh, he's in San Francisco, but he has friends who are Greek and they're TikTokers. And um, I guess they're quote unquote influencers on TikTok. But he was contacting me because he's like, yo, you're Greek. They're Greek. They're doing a generative project. And we want to connect with more Greeks. I'm like, yo, like, I was just with John Samos uh, yesterday. He got a crypto skulls. And uh, he's in the community now. He was like uh, on break. And he was needing to get back on set to shoot his TV show. I met John Samos years ago. And I'm like, you know, just so you know, he's like, Oh, word. I'm like, Yeah, so like reach out to John Samos, because he's all about like wanting to help the community and stuff. I'm like, reach out to John Samos. The girls are in LA. And I was like, yo, like have them. I'll be in I'll be in uh, San Diego. And I was helping Brad curate some influencers and producing as I, I'm just a natural producer. So I'm like, yo, have this person have speak, ha- do this person, you know, I'm like, 
like, let's do. And uh, so I asked the girls, I asked him, I'm like, yo, have them come. Like, we'll do some like TikTok videos because they're wanting to create with me. I'm like, yeah, we could do some duets, some TikTok videos, and then they can come experience NFT San Diego. And so um, if they come, then I'll introduce you so you can meet them and I'll be meeting them for the first time as well. So maybe we could do some fun, creative, fun things together. Oh my God. Yes. Let's create together. That would be beautiful. Yeah. Also, yeah. Um, it'd be sick to have John Stamos at the next NFT con in San Diego. So right. hook it up, Katie. Hook it up. <laughs> yeah. I have to make that happen for sure. He definitely says he wants to support women in the space. So I, I dropped a link on his on his uh, Twitter. I'm like, yo, I'm in the space with you right now. And uh, I hear you want to support women. I'm like, here you go. Here's a women empowerment series that I uh, did on Haylair, H-E-Y-L-A-Y-E-R, Haylair.com. And I'm um, like, um, 20% of all the proceeds go to the Ukraine crisis. Um, it's women empowerment, exploring divine femininity in all genders, which is apropos of this podcast. And so there were male identifying people, non-binary people um, who are just supporting the divine feminine for the collaboration. Uh, if you're interested, I would love to have you a part of the collaboration. If you have a piece that you want to contribute, I would love to have uh, onboard you onto Haylair. It's uh, you earn Bitcoin. It's Stacks. It's TX. They're doing great things. I would like to tell you more about it, but um, would love to have you a part of the curation as well if, if you align to it, which I think you do. So it'd be cool to onboard you and have you be a part of the collection. Hell yeah, I would absolutely love to be. Okay, we'll do that. You said you wanted to create, so we'll start. We'll start with that. And we'll start, uh, well, we're here on the podcast, so we're already creating, but <laughs> we'll um, do some more IRL and, and brainstorm and do some more things. I think it'd be really magical. It really will be. I just know it is. I can feel it. And I also can't wait to hear you speak. Oh, my God. You're going to oh. be on a panel. You're going to be on a speaker. It's going to be so sick. Yeah. So for everyone uh, tuning in, I'm so excited. Uh, I think it's... Uh, I think it's 2.30 or 3 on Saturday. It's the entertainment panel. And I'm like, I'm excited to see who's on this entertainment panel with me because <laughs> I don't know who it is. And then the next day on Sunday, I'm speaking by myself, but I might have a co-host who just told me that um, they're down to speak on mental health anytime. And I respect this person in the space, JR. So we'll see um, if he's going to go to Miami or not. But if not, then would love for him to join me. And I already called Brad and talked to him, Brad, about it yesterday. So I'm going to be on at one o'clock for 45 minutes talking about mental health and the psychology of NFTs. With that being said, we're wrapping this up. Everything will be in the show notes. Um, any other way people can get in touch with you? Do you do privates one-on-one? -on -one? Are you open to taking on clients for public relations? Uh, let everyone know how they can find you and if you're available. For sure. Uh, I'd be happy to help out with some consulting. You can reach me on Twitter. That's definitely the best way to reach me. I'm most active on Twitter uh, and TikTok. So cool. I'm NFT Fadi on both. N-F-T-F-A-R-I on both Twitter and TikTok. <sighs> wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, all right. So uh, subscribe, like if you aren't already. I appreciate you being here. Uh, if you're still here uh, at the end of the podcast, I'm so grateful. We are 
like living large for over a year now. Um, we are in the top 5% of all podcasts. And I think there's 4.5 million podcasts. So um, the person tuning in, it's because of you. We are here now. So thank you so much. And I'm making stickers really soon. And so if you're a super fan um, of the show and everything, I really appreciate your subscribing and reach out to me. You know, you can always email me, imaginekatie at gmail.com. That's just imaginekatie at gmail.com. Um, you can contact me through my website. Uh, I do consulting too for my website. I would like to gift um, my lovers here, my She's All Over the Place lovers here, um, some complimentary stickers. So reach out to me. I would love to hook you up. Also, I, for me, I re- really receive the love when you support um, me on my website. So go to chinagas.com, C-H-O-N-A-C-A-S. You can uh, see my four collections soon to be uh, five collections because I have such exciting news. I'm just going to like drop it right now. Should I wait? Should I say it now? now. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. But if anyone's like tuning in, they're going to hear something special. I've wanted to drop my podcast as NFTs uh, for over a year and a half now for like over a year, actually. Um, And finally, April 4th coming up. Yeah, so uh, I'm dropping my podcast as an NFT podcast. So um, the first uh, season will be on Hey Lair, uh, H-E-Y-L-A-Y-E-R, heylair.com. So I'm so excited. I officially have an NFT podcast, like legit. Yeah, so check out the collections and um, pick up some merch. My Tokyo Punks, we have 100% commercial rights to license and do things with our punk. So I made a whole merch line. Um, her name's Cartoon Katie. I love her. And she's amazing. She's so me. So yeah, pick up some merch. She's all over the place. Pick up some of my um, NFT merch, whatever floats your boat. And uh, hopefully we'll see you IRL at NFT San Diego. All right, over and out. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Kiriaki, over and out. <laughs>